Good day to you fine people of God. I'm Pastor Cole McClendon coming to you from Central Assembly of God, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. I trust that you will find great value in listening to this message today. My hope is that you're encouraged and strengthened by the word given and that you will return to this site frequently to listen in. Be blessed. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Excuse me, son. Yeah? What have you got there? Got, got some birds, some wild birds. Really? Yeah. Where'd you get them? Got them in the field over there. There's a field with wild birds. Huh. Yeah. Well, if you don't mind my asking, what are you going to do with them? I want to play games with them. Games? Yeah, I can play games with wild birds, yeah. What kind of games? Um, sometimes I like to poke a stick in there, you know, and they'll be like, caw, 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 like that, you know? And then sometimes I like to rattle up the cage, and they think it's an earthquake, and they love that. What happens to them after you're done playing games with them? Mm, usually I feed them my cat. Yeah, my cat likes wild birds. i tell you what. I am fond of wild birds. You are? Yeah, let me buy them from you. You want to buy my wild birds? Yeah. We're no good for nothing. They can't do no tricks or nothing. And when you open this gate, they're just going to fly away. How much? You're serious? I'm very serious. $5. All right. $10. Okay. $20. They're, they're wild birds. They're exotic birds. You found them in a field. An exotic field. All right. That's all I got. See you looking at the cage. Yeah. What do you got in there? You know what's in there. Mankind. Found them in the garden. The funny thing is, they put themselves in that cage. I had nothing to do with it. So what's your plans with them? I'm going to play games with them. Games? What kind of games? All kinds of games. I'm going to put games into their life that they think is going to bring them so much pleasure that I'm going to turn the world upside down. I'm going to make right seem wrong and wrong seem right. And then? They'll be damned for all eternity. My father and I, we're very fond of mankind. I know. We want them to have access to us. So... I'm going to pay for their freedom. You want these humans? Yeah. You know they promised you everything before. They're going to turn their backs on you. Some will. And some won't. <laughs> You're serious. Oh, I'm very serious. It'll cost you your tears. I know. Your blood. Yeah. It'll cost you your life. I know. You're willing to give your life. I'm willing to give what it takes.
This reminds us about what Jesus did for us on the cross. He picked up that wooden cross and carried it to Mount Calvary because he loved you and me.
Christ, he's saying there, not only is he the firstborn, the heir, uh, the authority over all creation, he's above the prophets, he's above the angels, uh, he's a mediator between God and man, he's got reconciliation ability, can you say amen, hallelujah. And so he's, we're trying to remind you today that, that, that uh, try to come up higher. Let, let the things you're thinking on, let the messages that are coming through, even your cell phone and any other ways you get messages to directly not steal from who he is. Because when you recognize and you focus and you meditate and you fix your thoughts on and, and the emotions of, of your life's birdcage, which is represented here. And I hope every time you see birds or you see bird cages, you will remember the principles from this particular message. Hallelujah. He ha- he is the great I am. Hallelujah. And so when any other messages are, are put on a cell phone through texting, through those G, what are they, G? GIPs or whatever they are, or any way they come, or through radio, through conversations, through texting, through anything, you are allowing the enemies of your victory, of the dominion, of the power, of the strength to, to rule over who he is. And when you can allow him, the firstborn over all creation, to rule in your thought processes, hallelujah, what a better day it is in the battlefield of the mind. Can you say amen? Colossians chapter 1 verse 16 says this. Remember, we're looking at Jesus's bio, who he is. And so you need to be thinking about Jesus's bio. You need to be preaching to your thoughts, preaching to your emotions about Jesus's bio. Say it with me, Jesus's bio. And so you got your human thoughts. You got the thoughts of this world. You got the opinions of this one, that one, and that thing. But am I meditating? Am I fixing my thoughts so that, that I can have strength, that I can be freed from depression, that I can have hope when I feel in my own self because of things that are going on? There's hopelessness. That's your choice, and this is how you do it. It, it says here in him, all things were created. The earth, the things that you can see, the things that you can't see, the, whether they're thrones, whether they're powers, whether they're rulers or authorities, all things, say it with me, all things, yes, all things have been created in and through Jesus Christ. That's his bio. I think I stand a little taller in my mind. I think I stand a little taller in my soul, in the birdcage of my life, when I realize who's with me. Can you say amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Also in uh, uh, Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 through 2, again, it talks about he's over the prophets, he's over the angels, and, and, and so forth. He created the universe. He sustains all things and holds everything together. Amen? Amen. Colossians chapter 1, verse 17, more of Jesus' bile. I love this one. This is my favorite one for myself personally. He is before all things and in all things. Say it with me. All things. All things. He holds them together. Hallelujah. In Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3. I love this thing. I love all of it. The sun is the radiance of God's glory. 
and the exact representation of his being. In other words, what we're seeing here in Christ's birth, we are seeing what, what God himself has. He is representing God and in, in, in what God has and his attributes and his character. And, and it says there, the exact representation of his being, of God's being. And then it says, sustaining all things. There again, he's sustaining all things. I, I, I think that's great. And, um, uh, you know, everything you're going through, when, when things are going my way and when things aren't going my way, I hold on to this scripture. And uh, I, I think to myself, when I have a mo- moving parts, I'll tell you about a moving parts. In your life, when you have moving parts, that maybe there's a lot of things going on in your life or in the life of your family or where you work in your church family, and it's not going the way you want it to go. It's moving parts. Basically, you're not getting your way. Well, just this past Tuesday, I had had that type of a situation, and it started at 9 o'clock on Tuesday morning and went to 9 o'clock on Wednesday morning. We're getting ready. We're in the office. We're getting ready for um, Extreme Sisters, the Wednesday morning thing. And all day, uh, there, there's different different uh, things. There's, there's setting up. There's decorating. There's facilitators. There's refreshments. There's on and on. It goes. It's a lot of moving parts. Well, all All of those moving parts were not able to fulfill their moving part, their their spot, meaning going in the way that I needed them to go, out of everybody's control. So the day it just, so I'm in the middle of this, and I'm thinking about this sermon, and it went on from 9 in the morning to about 7, 8 at night, and then 9 o'clock the next day. I'm thinking my my own human emotion But then I thought, wait a minute, God, if you truly hold everything together, then you're holding this together. Even though it seems like there's so many moving parts, and I do not like this. I was, you know, and stuff, and I, and so I was able to apply, hey, he's holding it together. It even got more. I go to, uh, Pastor Cole, I left here, and I thought, okay, I got everything, you know, taken care of, the moving parts readjusted and, and different things, you know, put in their place. And he had a, a elders meeting on Tuesday night. So I thought, you know, I, I think I'll go ahead and get our groceries. But before I go, I'm going to stop at, um, there's a little diner by our house and just get some soup and salad. Then, I, then I'll go get groceries. So I, I pull in. By this time, it was 6, 630 at night. I had got, I, I, I mean, and I was just like, oh, i got to have a break from all this, right? You been there? Can you say amen? Have you had a moving part day? Can you say amen? Have you had a moving part couple of months? Can you say amen? Have you had a moving part three, four, five years? Okay, so, so you're getting it, moving parts. So what do you do when you have those moving parts? So I go in the, the, a, a nice little diner by where we live. The lady, she comes, the hostess, she wraps, as soon as I go in, I, I don't know her, she puts her arm around me, and I'm sort of like, okay, you know, like, and she goes, hey, and I said, hey, <laughs> hey, hey to Ray Ray, <laughs> so it was hey, hey, so she says, can you, can you, I said, what, what, tell me, can you sit over on this side of the of the place? Do you mind? I said, no, no. She says, we got, 
Now she's whispering, right? We got a little something going on. I'm thinking, now you got my day, right, with all the moving parts. I said, no, no, no problem. Could I just have some water and lemon? So I'm sitting on the other side of this place. There's, no, there's nobody there, but she had to get me out of the way. While I'm sitting there, another moving part, there was a beautiful couple who was having dinner, and <laughs> the guy, I mean, I don't know what happened, because obviously they can't tell you he had a stroke or a heart attack. So in the midst of all of this, then the, the, our townships, uh, ambulance, police, and everybody. Now, can you believe this? This is my moving parts. So they're coming in, they're taking care, and the, the waitress is crying. I said, no problem, I can, I can, I said, I said, hey, I can wait. If I have my water, my lemon, it's only soup, it's only, you know, until you get the situation taken care of. But I'm sitting there in that corner by myself after all of this going on that day. And then this. And then this. Have you ever been there? And then this. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, I, God, I, I need to talk to myself about who you are. Not the circumstances. I need to talk to myself right here in this little diner with all this craziness going on. Because you know, God, I got stuff I got to do. And I, when I began to allow his character and his thoughts, the things that I've just talked to you about and some of the things that we'll conclude in a few minutes about, I began to see who he really was in the middle of those moving parts. And my mind started to get calm. And my emotions started to, like, and you got a fresh, hot-off-the-press illustration for this service. Hallelujah. And it was a beautiful thing, but it was a hard thing. And that's what you got to do. You've got to apply who he is, who's Jesus' bio, his character, his ability, and the reality of your life. I shared a reality of my life. Is it easy? No, it isn't easy because you've got a war against your own human thinking, your own human emotions, which we all have. Say it with me. I, I'm thinking. Put your hand on your head. I'm thinking. I should think God thoughts. So if you're going to be thinking, if you're going to be thinking, why not think big thoughts? Why not think God thoughts? I could have stayed in that diner, justifiable, thinking my thoughts. And man, I had an abundance of my thoughts. I had an abundance of, uh, you know, emotion and, and responses to everything that was going on. And so will you. But I submit to you today and those of you online, when you are in a moving part situation for a day or several years or, or a shorter period of time, submit your mind, submit your emotions to, to the God thoughts, to the bigger thoughts, because what will happen when you do that? You will rise on the inside and, and the birdcage of your life, there'll be doors that will open and things that are trying to steal from 
you and pull you down and lie to you. Uh, they will not be able to do that because when you look and say, hey, it looks like everything's falling apart. I mean, who knows uh, even if the tables are going to fall apart, you know, tomorrow at, at the ladies thing. I could have been thinking that. But when I reminded myself that this great I am, this Jesus Christ of Nazareth, this one who is above creation, he's above uh, 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 the angels and the prophets, he's over all things. He represents God to us that, you know what, he can hold it together. And some of you haven't thought about that in a long time because you've been beaten up by the reality of your life and some of you some stinking thinking. And so I submit that you begin to think big thoughts, not phony, way out there thoughts, but thoughts that who God is, who the word of God says he is. Can you give him a great big hand clap this morning in the house? Hallelujah. So when I began to think that and that make my moving parts, I began to get joy. I began to get a victory. I began to get strength in my mind. And my mind was being attacked. And so is yours. And But God... So that's something that you can do. And that's something that the Spirit of God, when I came to this message, I know he's trying to do in all of us today. Those of you online, he's trying to say, you know, you can get stronger in your thinking. You don't have to let your own thoughts, you don't have to let the messages that maybe are coming through your cell phone. And now we're going to find out what's on our Instagram. Again, if you don't have any of these social medias, you have other ways that you're getting messages through. So don't let this bog you up. Is your Instagram flashing messages that keep you running behind and running on empty? Is it taking your sense of hope because you're seeing everybody else's life that looks like they're all, they're on a cruise like every day of the week? You know, I mean, every day of the week, they're, they got a tan, they're going out to eat, they got a cruise, and I mean, hey, enjoy yourself, knock yourself out. But, but are, are we ever having a day like I just told you that I had my moving parts? So we need something to anchor self or in with the reality of life. When there's moving parts of life, when there's things that aren't going our way, and when there's things that are going our way, but you have a choice to strengthen your mental capacity by allowing what messages come into you, into your life. Only you can do that. I had a choice in that restaurant while the ambulances are coming in and the police chief. And I mean, I almost thought I was going to crack up laughing. I thought, God, this is just, this is like too, too good, you know. And But I had a choice, and you have a choice too. I hope that you will choose to let the hope of Jesus Christ and the character of Jesus' bio richly dwell in your meditation, richly dwell in your thought processes, and you make a fresh determination that you are not going to allow the uh, the enemy in your mind. You know, our carnal mind is enemy. It's It's at war with the things that God says we can have. It wars against you. It wars against the church. It wars against it. Why? Because it's it's carnal. It cannot understand the spiritual things of God. But when you can connect, when you can connect to this and you don't allow these things, it is a glorious place to be. 
It doesn't mean you're not going to have a moving part day. It doesn't mean that you're not going to have God need to do something with you. You're raising up your hands. But it does mean that you can walk in dominion. That you can walk in strength. That you can walk away from certain things that drag you down. And you can see in your everyday life who Jesus Christ is. Hallelujah. Colossians chapter 1 verse 18. It talks about that he's the head of the church. He's the beginning and the firstborn among the dead. Again, he has supremacy. That is amazing. He is amazing. He's the firstborn among the dead. Then again in Colossians chapter 1 verse 19. God, God was pleased. God was happy to have all God's fullness dwell in him. And if you have him in you, this fullness, this supremacy, this, I mean, we're not, we're not God, but you have access to, to this power, to this anointing. And so, so when things come in your mind, I, I'm talking, I'm talking to you today about the battlefield of your mind. That's the main focus to apply this. So when this comes, these things come, these, these uh, uh, moving parts and so forth. You just have to tell yourself, I got the fullness of God in me. I got the fullness of God in me. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 8. That's not on there. I just want to read it to you. But the son, but about the son, he says, your throne, O God, will last forever and ever and ever. And your righteousness will rule. It, his throne lasts forever. You're not, you're not uh, anchoring your thoughts. You're not anchoring uh, the, the, the things in your life cage, the messages in your life cage to just some positive confessions. No, you're, you're anchoring if you will do it. If you will come up higher, you are anchoring yourself in things that, that are powerful. The thing, it's the truth of who God is. It's the truth of the word of God. And it comes to the practical areas or the big areas or any areas of our life. It is amazing. Colossians chapter 1 verse 20. I love this too. It says, and through him to reconcile himself to all things. We were experiencing that around here. God was reconciling some folks into a a right relationship with him. And then... He was encouraging and reconciling in the different relationships that we have in our, in our family circles and, and so forth, just living here. So he's a great reconciler, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace, obviously, it's through the work he did on the cross. It doesn't mean that everybody's just going to, you know, do uh, what we want and he wants. But it does mean that he, meaning God, through Jesus, his bio, it means that that reconciliation power is active and alive and a well. Can you say amen? amen. Say reconcile. reconcile. Just to give you, we, we actually experienced this, but I want to give you this illustration to give you hope, to give you courage, to give you strength. To believe God. So for our, our family, Pastor Cole and our family, we, we've, you know, just, just like all of you, not everybody.
and our family is, uh, you know, making good choices, and, you know, there's things that need to be reconciled, okay? I'll just put it to you like that, and hi! <laughs> and, and to make you feel, make you feel good about yourself, <laughs> make you feel good about your thing. But we, we activated this for like seven years. It was very painful. Some of the pain, some of the disappointment that we went through in our family, actually, it caused me to have high blood pressure. And I don't have high blood pressure. I regularly, it, it runs a little bit low. And that's probably why you came out to church today, right? To find out about my blood pressure. No. And, but, but that's, that was the intensity of it. I'm trying to connect with you with things that you need, God, to reconcile in, in relationships. So I'm talking about relationships in your life. And so for seven years, we just decided, God, you're the great reconciler. And so every time we talk, every time the hopelessness, because it went a long time, and there were a lot of ugh in the, in the meantime. And I, you can read between those lines, right? And so our minds were waging war against this, he's going to reconcile. Because we had lost hope. We had got weary in our well-doing. But we kept declaring and we kept activating the reconciling power of God. And Christmas and Thanksgiving came this year. And there was so much reconciliation in our family. Not just one day, but weeks and months. And, I mean, I have pictures and everything to show you, but I'm not going to show you today. Hallelujah, right? So it was beautiful. And as we're walking forward from, it, it's a, it was a break, it's a breakthrough and a turnaround, okay? There's more that needs to happen. But I'm testifying today about the great reconciler to you. Testifying against the powers of God, things that are trying to steal from you as you wait for God to bring reconciliation. I say don't give up. It was hard, but this is how you can apply even this particular word. Can you say Amen. Put your hand on your head. Say, I think thoughts. I need to think God thoughts. And also in your thinking, why not think big thoughts? Why not think bigger than you're already thinking? If you got a great big God, why not believe God to do everything above and beyond what you're hoping uh, and, and thinking? Amen? What's on your Facebook? Just a few more moments. Again, you don't have a Facebook, you got something, okay? Is there a hair, you know, there's so many different ideas about who Jesus is just on Facebook, let alone if you go, oops, hey. <laughs> Say hey, hey, right, 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 okay. So is your Facebook or the things that you're listening to, are they affirming? the true identity of God himself or and his character or are they talking about other things he was just a man he was this other other religions this this woke uh, uh, mindset about who Jesus is he's one of many and on and on and on are you allowing those things to to for you to meditate on are you I don't know and sometimes if he cannot get us um you know, going out and doing really bad sins and stuff, 
He'll try to steal in your mindset so that you will not know who he, who you truly are serving and that you will not know when you face the realities of your life who, who you can access. You will not know when you have to go seven years because you got a lot of crazy going on in your family and there's, there's all, we'll just call it things that you would prefer not and you will not know that you got the great I am who has reconciliation power and, and he will restore. You will not know these things if you are not, uh, preaching to yourself and, and, you know, talking and meditating, uh, on these things in your mind. Colossians chapter 1, verse 21. Once you were alienated from God and were enemies in your mind. Do you see that? When we're alienated from God, even if you are right with God, our minds can be alienated from uh, these particular, the character of Jesus Christ. Your flesh and the enemy of your soul doesn't want you to get a hold of these thoughts because if you do, you will, you will be stronger mentally and emotionally. You will, will have uh, abilities to fight depression and anxiety and fear. Some of you have been attacked in fear and, and just because of the reality of things. But if you can anchor yourself in these, in the character of God, you will have a strength that you would not have any other way. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ephesians 2, uh, Ephesians 2, 3 says this, all of us who lived among them at one time, we gratified the cravings of our sinful mind and following its desires and thoughts. Do you notice there's that word again, thoughts? So you've got to win the battlefield of your mind. You've got to replace thoughts with, with who Jesus is. It will bring you life. It will bring you victory. It will be uh, amazing. Colossians uh, chapter 1, verse 22 but now you are reconciled by Christ's physical body through the death to present, to be holy in his sight and without accusation. Another thing, those of you who your minds are, are uh, uh, you know, you're always having accusations because of your past, because of this, because of that. Uh, you don't have to put up with that. You can uh, tell tell those thoughts, this right here. If you're right with God, you can be freed from those accusations. Can you say amen? amen? Somebody needs to hear that again today because you've been beating yourself up. And I just know from pa- helping Pastor Cole with, with pastoring people that that's what we do. But you don't need to do that. If you make a choice with your thoughts, you know what? I don't have to be, I don't have to be accused anymore. I don't have to accuse myself. I don't have to accuse, uh, be accused by anybody else because of this situation. He's the great reconciler. He wants to reconcile those thoughts in your mind so that you aren't being accused. Can you say amen? No more shame. Hallelujah. Colossians chapter 1, verse 23. If you continue, this is how you do this. This is how you, you apply this word and, and what you've experienced in the Spirit of God today. If you uh, continue in your faith, established and firm, and do not move from the hope held out in the gospel, when your mind's giving you fits, when your emotions your, the bird cage of your life. This is just a rep, it's a symbol. When your Facebook, your Instagram, your texting, 
They're giving, they're, they're all these other messages. You have a moving part day like I had. You have seven, eight years where you're waiting for God to, uh, you know, prove the word that we just talked, talked about. If you will determine in your mindset that you are not going to be moved from, uh, from the hope that is held out in the gospel. That's what we're talking about. There's hope. There's strength in the gospel because of the ability of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That's what you need to do. You need to say, I'm not going back to the for- my former state of hopelessness. I'm not, because it destroys my soul. And so, yes, we get one, two knockdowns in life. Yes, we have disappointments. Yes, we have those moving part days and those re- things that need to be reconciled. But in between all of that, when you deal with yourself and you deal with the uh, spiritual forces that try to steal from you, you make a determination. I am not going back to that way of thinking. I am not letting the enemies within my mind wage war against who, who the God that I serve is because I know my God. I know what my God can do. And, and that's how you stand. That's how you, you, you're not swayed this way and you're not swayed that way. And it's a victorious, victorious, victorious thing. Can you say amen? Amen. Say, I think thoughts. Why not think God thoughts? And in conclusion, you look as you can how you can rest in God's character and how you can preach truth to yourself. But what you need to do and what I'm challenging you to do during the week, because we, we have had a beautiful altar time and so forth, but go to Romans chapter 12. We're not doing that now. But it talks about renewing your mind. It talks about how you can do that. So I challenge you in the name of the Lord to renew your minds. I challenge you, some of you have been in the Lord for a long, long time. Let God revive these things in your mental area. Colossians chapter 3, verse 2. That Oh, okay, good. And also make a choice to set your mind on the things above not on earthly things. In other words, all of the character, all of Jesus' bio that you just heard about and and you can look at in in Romans 12, it gives you the pattern there as well. It uh, It talks about us thinking big thoughts. It talks about us thinking God's thoughts. You know, you you truly can do anything that God needs you to do. If we ever told you our story, which I'm not doing now because I have about two more minutes and you're done, If we ever told you our story, you would really realize this. Let God revolutionize your mind. Let him revolutionize your thoughts. It's so easy to make excuses and blame this one and blame that one. But when you can think big thoughts, you're going to think anyways. We're all going to think. So so why not think big thoughts? Why not think God thoughts? And you, what you do is you, 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 you fix these words in Colossians. It means to fix. It means to dwell. It means to think upon. It means to be steadfast. It means, you know, when you have a moving part day or you have a day where you're just wanting to stand up and asking Pastor Cole, can you, 
Can you have a testimony because everything's going so good? It means thinking and being steadfast and fixing your mind on these things. When, when your family, you know, you put a bumper sticker on the back of your car, I got the biggest, the best, and, you know, my, grandkill, my grandkids are just, just the cutest. Or if, you know, you're, you got other things going on. It means being steadfast, intentional, unshaken. The Greek word in following, what it means in that particular scripture, how to do that, it means to be habitual and continual and make this a way of your life day in and day out. Would you stand to your feet, please? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Raise your hands. I want to, we've had our, we've had our altar time and lots of worship and, and, and all. I just want to pray over you as you go today. God, I thank you. I thank you for the, it's been a wonderful service, nine o'clock as well. But I pray over each and every person. I pray, God, that you will help them do in the, at the end in Colossians, be habitual, be steadfast. I pray, God, that you will deliver, uh, uh, just strengthen people that their minds tend to go uh, negative. They tend to go in depression, fear, and anxiety, God. Here's a pattern. Here's things that we can do to be stronger in our mind, to be stronger in our life. So, God, as they go about their week, I pray that that you will, this message will will germinate, and and they'll give you permission uh, uh, to clean out things in their thought processes and, and and actually put put some other things in God. And I pray that the favor of God will uh, track them down. And I pray, God, that um, uh, they'll have testimony after testimony after testimony. And I pray you'll bless them and continue to do a wonderful work in their life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless everybody. I hope you've enjoyed today's message and that it has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening in. If you have met Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, would you please connect with us either at our website, www.centralfamily.net, or perhaps give us a call at 610-865-0577. We'd love to hear from you. Also, if this has been that kind of a blessing to you, would you consider blessing us with a financial gift to make it possible for us to continue to do what we're doing here and taking the gospel not only to the Lehigh Valley but around the world. We want to do our part in reaching the people that God has entrusted to us with the gospel of Jesus Christ. You can help us with your financial gift or sowing a seed to this ministry. God bless you. Have an amazing day. Remember, you can reach us and give through www.centralfamily.net.